Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, and praise the Lord Jesus. I pray that you are well, you had a peaceful night, and today is a new day that God has granted to us out of his loving kindness and his enduring mercies. The Bible says that his mercies are new every morning, and so wherever you are, his mercies are new over you, and I pray that that would give you strength and courage to face the day and the week in victory, knowing that your God and Father loves you. Amen. We can start with a word of prayer. I will ask us to believe together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for a brand new, beautiful day that you have given to us. Thank you for watching over us through the night. Thank you for watching over us through the days past. We are eternally grateful. We thank you and honor you that this morning, as you have permitted us in the light of your will to make us rise up from sleep, that you have a good plan for us. Lord, for you to cause someone to rise in the morning is because, Father, your agenda for them under the sun is still at work. And so, Lord, we are grateful. We pray and plead for your mercies that, Lord, you would help us to remain intact in your will to do your bidding to do that which is in your heart and so we submit ourselves to the person of the holy spirit who will guide us into all truth and will lead us into the things that god you desire to be done in and through our lives we love you lord and we bless you for you have good thoughts for us today we worship you in jesus name we pray Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Today we are still going to look at the goodness of God, whereby God is always promising us throughout Scripture that He will not leave nor forsake. Today we are going to learn the third time about how God keeps giving this promise to different people in Scripture and He fulfills His word. He does fulfill his word. I'd like us to read from the book of Genesis, chapter 28, and from verse 13. Now, this is the story of Esau and Jacob. Esau has learned that his uh, brother actually, in, um, in, in, in working together with the mother, uh, has enabled Jacob to get the blessing that he had hoped to get as a firstborn uh, or as the older twin, but it actually came to Jacob. And so there are issues happening around this home and Jacob is being guided by the mother to depart and leave because Esau's anger is raised up against him. And so he, she advises, as long as this anger is there, you may need to go away until it has fizzled out. So he lives and starts a journey toward uh, his uncle's house, Laban. And uh, along the way, he's, he's moving on and uh, he needs to take a break. The sun has set. And um, I'm going to read verse 13 where he, it says, that after Jacob had, you know, put a stone under his uh, head and he rested and slept, he dreamt that there was a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached heaven and the angels of God 
were ascending and descending on it. Now focuses verse 13 where it says, And behold, the Lord stood over and beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. I will give to you and your descendants the land on which you are lying, and your offspring shall be as countless as the dust and the sand of the ground, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and by you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed and bless themselves. And behold, I am with you and will keep watch over you and take care of you wherever you may go, and I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done all which I have told you. Amazing, beautiful words. Wouldn't you be so happy and glad to receive such wonderful words of affirmation of God's blessing over you? I mean, this is beautiful. And many times when we are going through distress and and times when we are challenged by the issues of life, this is a very important time when we just need to hear a word from God so that we can carry on with our lives. You know, and so Jacob is here and he's running away and headed to Laban's house. And uh, apart from getting off away from his uh, brother's anger, he also has been guided to go and get a wife from his family lineage. And so he obeys and goes. But along the way, I like the way we see God involved every step of the way of obedience through Jacob. And God even gives him dreams. God gives him a promise. God speaks to him and comforts him and promises that he will not leave him. And that every word that God has said to him, he would bring to pass. You know, and this is exactly what God does with us, even in our own time and generation. God is always talking to our people that are obeying Him, that are walking in tune with Him, that are seeking to do His will. Let me tell you, you can never, ever in life walk with God and God goes silent on you. He will always have something to say, whether He will reveal it to us in our inner man in a rema way or he will send somebody to give you a word of encouragement or you will hear the testimony of another and you will know that God is also saying something to you or you will hear the word of God being spoken and you will identify that the Lord is saying something to you and so let us always be very keen to the voice of God that may come in very many ways. It could come through a friend. It could come through your pastor sharing the word of God on a Sunday morning. It could come through you listening to a word that God has appointed for you to listen, whether it's through radio or through, you know, um, church platforms, wherever it is, or even just reading the word of God. And God takes note when we hear and observe that he is speaking to us. I like what God tells Jacob. He tells him that, Behold, I am with you, and I will keep watch over you with care and to take notice of you wherever you may go. Look, God is telling Jacob that every step he takes, 
he is going to be with him and his eyes are actually on him and he promises to tell him that i will bring you back to this land have you been to a place where initially you knew that god had promised you a blessing either of a place a person or 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 an inheritance or a job whatever it is and maybe at that point in time it doesn't actually happen you know to you uh pronto at that point in time but god then says i will bring you back <laughs> the fact that you didn't get that place the first time does not mean that god has forgotten about it <clears throat> he promises that he will bring us back i love the way god's character is consistent he tells jacob he tells him you may go but here you're going to return it does not matter what's happening to you right now you may have to take a journey to your uncle laban's house but i promise you the truth by the truth of god that i will bring you back and i will not leave you until i have done all that i have promised and told you that i would do i know god is speaking to somebody this morning you have waited on on something a word that god gave you maybe you even touched a little bit of it you walked in its in its in its truth you experienced it and then it seemed to have been taken away from you god is saying to you like he said to jacob that i am with you wherever you may go but i will bring you back and i will not leave you until i have done all of which i have told you so many times god is saying something and i like the act in the action or attitude of jacob because when jacob awoke from his sleep he said surely the lord is in this place and i did not even know it and he was afraid and said um how uh, he was afraid and said how to be feared and reverenced in this place this is none other than the house of god and this is the gateway to heaven look at the attitude of jacob after having a dream or an experience with god i mean some of us even doubt the dreams we have we doubt a word or a vision we've just experienced and we continue with our day you know you get into your car you drive or you get into the matatu and suddenly we forget because of the, the way our lives are so preoccupied with our day and time schedules okay but look Joe, jacob wakes up and he realizes look i think i've just had an experience from god and he actually attests to the fact that God is in this place. There's something to be feared and reverenced about just this place, this space that I am in. You know, and he says, I have actually experienced the gateway to heaven. And the Bible says in verse 18, Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone he had put under his head and he set it up for a pillar. That means a monument or a vision uh, a monument to the vision of his dream and he poured oil on top of it in a way to show that the place was dedicated to god how many of us do such things <laughs> you 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 think your bedroom is just this place you come to lay your head when you're tired 
But if some of us use our bedrooms as our place of prayer, there are many things God is speaking to us. That's a place of encounter, you know. And and we should not just take it as a common place. You know, this is the place I sleep, this is where I wake up, this is where I say my prayer. It should be that then we take it so seriously that it's a place where you encounter God. And I like the people of old. Anytime they had an experience with God, with as little knowledge as they had of the word of God, compared to us who have heard the word of God in volumes and buckets. I mean, we hear the word of God on uh, on internet. We hear it on TV. It's on radio. It's on social media. It's everywhere. The word of God is everywhere. These people had scarcely uh, heard the word of God from other people. They would just have simple experiences with God. And because they took God so seriously, they believed God and they saw the promise come to pass. And so may God help us to realize that this God whom we serve eh, and this God whom we have believed in is not a God who is actually joking about the things he says to us, no matter how long they may take, no matter how far they may look, like they might never actually be attained god does keep his word and so be encouraged be strengthened that god is is definitely meaning every word that he said to you and so take an action write it down you know um name a name on that place you know say this is the place that god spoke to me and if you can come back to that place and continuously give thanks to god amen have communion you know in agreement with god that yes father i do believe what you're telling me write it in your journal you know, record it in your phone so that as God brings it to pass, you can have a time of thanksgiving first to honor him. And then you can use that same illustration and example to strengthen another person. And when they see that probably God gave you this promise two and a half years ago, now you're living in the reality of it. It becomes just like Bible records that have been kept for us to read and over the years they give us hope and an expected end. The other thing that God says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 is that he actually does watch over his word to perform it. He is careful with whatever proceeds out of his mouth. He is careful to make sure that it comes to pass. And so be strengthened and know that God is watching over you. He's watching over the word that he gave you and he must make sure that he performs it. And so be strengthened this morning and know that your father means business with you. He's not a father who, you know, who drops a word on you and then he picks it up only to frustrate you. That is, that is the character of the enemy. It is not the character of our heavenly father. Would you believe him today and know that what promise he gave you? He says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And I will watch over my word to perform it. And so, Father, we believe it. 
we believe the word you have said we believe that you are truthful we believe you are righteous we believe you are trustworthy and you are dependable when you say something we do believe that you bring it to pass and so father i'm praying for my brother and my sister who has had a word or promise from you and that you're saying to them you're not leaving them you will not forsake them but you will do that which you have said and so lord grant us strength and we dearly need the help of the person of the holy spirit to keep us marching on to obey your word and to believe it to the end we love you father and we thank you that this week we see every fulfillment of words you have uttered over our lives we love you lord and we bless you in jesus name i just like to tell somebody please be keen on dreams you have don't just you know forget them ignore them write them down there's an intensity with which god is starting to speak to the body of christ in a very 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 profound way and so please be careful about dreams be careful about visions be careful about anerging that the holy spirit will put in your spirit man over and over again because god is intensifying the communication of him and the church because we are living at a very very crucial time of life and so we have to be very alert on the matters of the spirit so be encouraged are you there you're not born again you 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 feel that mm, the things we are saying are strange maybe to you or you feel like really do do i have the honor of walking in them and just hearing god speak to me yes Yes, God is interested in doing that and probably you're saying I'm not born again. I've never really walked this walk of salvation or you have and you backslid at some point in time. God is calling you home. God loves you and God wants to be with you and you being part and parcel of his family. So, I want to pray with you. If you're not born again, please say these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. as i am and i humbly ask that you may forgive me my sins cleanse me from my iniquity make me to be white as snow o god by the blood of jesus cleanse me from my sin help me to be true to you all the days of my life from today I am yours. I am your son and your daughter. And I will live for you, to please you and to walk with you. Write my name, Lord, in the Lamb's book of life. Holy Spirit, come into my heart and show me the way. I bless you, Jesus, and I honor you for saving me. In Jesus name. Amen. If you have said that prayer, please write to us or leave us a note on Facebook so that we can be able to, you know, get in touch with you but get to a Bible believing church and get to know the pastors and start to grow. May the Holy Spirit lead you all the way. We love you. We love you. We love you. And congratulations on making the most important decision of your life. God be with you. Amen. The book of Ezekiel. Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the 4th month, 
on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river Kibar, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, which was in the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzai, in the land of the Chaldeans, by the river Kibar. And the hand of the Lord was upon him there. Then I looked, and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself. And brightness was all around it, and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides, and each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man. Each of the four had the face of a lion on the right side. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. And each of the four had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces. Their wings stretched upward. Two wings of each one touched one another, and two covered their bodies. And each one went straight forward. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go, and they did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and out of the fire went lightning. And the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. Now as I looked at the living creatures, behold, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature with its four faces. The appearance of the wheels and their workings was like the color of burl, and all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their workings was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they moved, they went toward any one of four directions. They did not turn aside when they went. As for their rims, they were so high, they were awesome. And their rims were full of eyes, all around the four of them. When the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, 
the wheels were lifted up. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, they went, because there the spirit went. And the wheels were lifted together with them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When those went, these went. When those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up together with them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. The likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. And under the firmament, their wings spread out straight, one toward another. Each one had two, which covered one side, and each one had two, which covered the other side of the body. When they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of many waters, like the voice of the Almighty, a tumult like the noise of an army. And when they stood still, they let down their wings. A voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings. And above the firmament, over their heads, was the likeness of a throne, in appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw, as it were, the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around, like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. So was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice of one speaking. He said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. Then the Spirit entered me when he spoke to me, and set me on my feet, and I heard him who spoke to me, and he said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. 
They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day. For they are impudent and stubborn children. I am sending you to them. And you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God. As for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns are with you, and you dwell among scorpions. Do not be afraid of their words, or dismayed by their looks, though they are a rebellious house. You shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Now when I looked, there was a hand stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. Then he spread it before me, and there was writing on the inside and on the outside, and written on it were lamentations and mourning and woe. Son of man, eat what you find, eat this scroll, and go speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that scroll. Son of man, feed your belly, and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate, and it was in my mouth like honey in sweetness. Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak with my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, but to the house of Israel, not to many people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, because they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Behold, I have made your face strong against their faces, and your forehead strong against their foreheads. Like Adam and stone, Harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. Son of man, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you, and hear with your ears. And go, get to the captives, to the children of your people, and speak to them 
and tell them, Thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or whether they refuse. Then the Spirit lifted me up, and I heard behind me a great thunderous voice. Blessed is the glory of the Lord from his place. I also heard the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touched one another, and the noise of the wheels beside them, and a great thunderous noise. So the Spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness, in the heat of my spirit. But the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Then I came to the captives at Talabim, who dwelt by the river Kibar. And I sat where they sat, and remained there astonished among them seven days. Now it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth, and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity. But you have delivered your soul. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. Because you did not give him warning, he shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous should not sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely live, because he took warning. Also, you will have delivered your soul. Then the hand of the Lord was upon me there, and he said to me, Arise, go out into the plain, and there I shall talk with you. So I arose and went out into the plain, and behold, the glory of the Lord stood there, like the glory which I saw by the river Kibar, and I fell on my face. Then the Spirit entered me and set me on my feet and spoke with me. Go, shut yourself inside your house. And you, O son of man, surely they will put ropes on you and bind you with them so that you cannot go out among them. I will make your tongue cling to the roof of your mouth so that you shall be mute and not be one to rebuke them, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth 
and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, He who hears, let him hear, and he who refuses, let him refuse, for they are a rebellious house. Also, son of man, take a clay tablet and lay it before you and portray on it a city, Jerusalem. Lay siege against it, build a siege wall against it, and heap up a mound against it. Set camps against it also and place battering rams against it all around. Moreover, take for yourself an iron plate and set it as an iron wall between you and the city. Set your face against it, and it shall be besieged, and you shall lay siege against it. This will be a sign to the house of Israel. Lie also on your left side, and lay the iniquity of the house of Israel upon it. According to the number of the days that you lie on it, you shall bear their iniquity. For I have laid on you the years of their iniquity, according to the number of the days, 390 days. So you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Israel. And when you have completed them, lie again on your right side. Then you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Judah, 40 days. I have laid on you a day for each year. Therefore, you shall set your face toward the siege of Jerusalem. Your arm shall be uncovered, and you shall prophesy against it. And surely I will restrain you, so that you cannot turn from one side to another till you have ended the days of your siege. Also, Take for yourself wheat, barley, beans, lentils, millet, and spelt. Put them into one vessel and make bread of them for yourself. During the number of days that you lie on your side, 390 days, you shall eat it. And your food which you shall eat shall be by weight, 20 shekels a day. From time to time you shall eat it. You shall also drink water by measure, one-sixth of a hin. From time to time you shall drink. And you shall eat it as barley cakes, and bake it using fuel of human waste in their sight. So shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, where I will drive them. Ah, oh, Lord God, indeed, I have never defiled myself from my youth till now. I have never eaten what died of itself, or was torn by beast, nor has abominable flesh ever come into my mouth. See, 
I am giving you cow dung instead of human waste, and you shall prepare your bread over it. Son of man, surely I will cut off the supply of bread in Jerusalem. They shall eat bread by weight and with anxiety, and shall drink water by measure and with dread, that they may lack bread and water, and be dismayed with one another, and waste away because of their iniquity. And you, son of man, take a sharp sword, take it as a barber's razor, and pass it over your head and your beard. Then take scales to weigh and divide the hair. You shall burn with fire one-third in the midst of the city when the days of the siege are finished. Then you shall take one-third and strike around it with the sword and one-third you shall scatter in the wind. I will draw out a sword after them. You shall also take a small number of them and bind them in the edge of your garment. Then take some of them again and throw them into the midst of the fire and burn them in the fire. From there a fire will go out into all the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord God, This is Jerusalem. I have set her in the midst of the nations and the countries all around her. She has rebelled against my judgments by doing wickedness more than the nations and against my statutes more than the countries that are all around her. For they have refused my judgments and they have not walked in my statutes. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have multiplied disobedience more than the nations that are all around you, have not walked in my statutes, nor kept my judgments, nor even done according to the judgments of the nations that are all around you. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I, even I, am against you and will execute judgments in your midst in the sight of the nations. And I will do among you what I have never done and the like of which I will never do again because of all your abominations. Therefore, Fathers shall eat their sons in your midst, and sons shall eat their fathers, and I will execute judgments among you, and all of you who remain I will scatter to all the winds. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord God, surely because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your detestable things and with all your abominations, Therefore, I will also diminish you. My eye will not spare, nor will I have any pity. One third of you shall die of the pestilence and be consumed with famine in your midst, and one third shall fall by the sword all around you. And I will scatter another third to all the winds, 
and I will draw out a sword after them. Thus shall my anger be spent, and I will cause my fury to rest upon them, and I will be avenged. And they shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it in my zeal when I have spent my fury upon them. Moreover, I will make you a waste and a reproach among the nations that are all around you in the sight of all who pass by. So it shall be a reproach, a taunt, a lesson, and an astonishment to the nations that are all around you. When I execute judgments among you in anger and in fury and in furious rebukes, I the Lord have spoken. When I send against them the terrible arrows of famine, which shall be for destruction, which I will send to destroy you, I will increase the famine upon you and cut off your supply of bread. So I will send against you famine and wild beasts, and they will bereave you. Pestilence and blood shall pass through you, and I will bring the sword against you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Now the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face toward the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the mountains, to the hills, to the ravines, and to the valleys. Indeed, I, even I, will bring a sword against you and I will destroy your high places. Then your altars shall be desolate, your incense altars shall be broken, and I will cast down your slain men before your idols, and I will lay the corpses of the children of Israel before their idols, and I will scatter your bones all around your altars. In all your dwelling places, the cities shall be laid waste, and the high places shall be desolate, so that your altars may be laid waste and made desolate. Your idols may be broken and made to cease, your incense altars may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. The slain shall fall in your midst, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Yet I will leave a remnant, so that you may have some who escape the sword among the nations when you are scattered through the countries. Then those of you who escape will remember me among the nations where they are carried captive, because I was crushed by their adulterous heart, which has departed from me, and by their eyes, which play the harlot after their idols. They will loathe themselves for the evils which they committed in all their abominations. And they shall know that I 
and the Lord. I have not said in vain that I would bring this calamity upon them. Pound your fists and stamp your feet and say, Alas for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel, for they shall fall by the sword, by famine and by pestilence. He who is far off shall die by the pestilence. He who is near shall fall by the sword. And he who remains and is besieged shall die by the famine. Thus will I spend my fury upon them. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when their slain are among their idols all around their altars, on every high hill, on all the mountain tops, under every green tree, and under every thick oak, wherever they offered sweet incense to all their idols. So I will stretch out my hand against them, and make the land desolate. Yes, more desolate than the wilderness toward Dibla in all their dwelling places. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me. And you, son of man, thus says the Lord God to the land of Israel, an end. The end has come upon the four corners of the land. Now the end has come upon you, and I will send my anger against you. I will judge you according to your ways. And I will repay you for all your abominations. My eye will not spare you, nor will I have pity. But I will repay your ways, and your abominations will be in your midst. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. A disaster, a singular disaster. Behold, it has come, an end has come, the end has come. It has dawned for you, behold, it has come. Doom has come to you, you who dwell in the land. The time has come. A day of trouble is near, and not of rejoicing in the mountains. Now upon you I will soon pour out my fury and spend my anger upon you. I will judge you according to your ways, and I will repay you for all your abominations. My eye will not spare, nor will I have pity. I will repay you according to your ways, and your abominations will be in your midst. Then you shall know that I am the Lord who strikes. Behold the day. Behold, it has come. Doom has gone out. The rod has blossomed. Pride has budded. Violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them shall remain, none of their multitude, none of them. Nor shall there be wailing for them, 
The time has come. The day draws near. Let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath is on their whole multitude. For the seller shall not return to what has been sold, though he may still be alive. For the vision concerns the whole multitude, and it shall not turn back. No one will strengthen himself who lives in iniquity. They have blown the trumpet and made everyone ready, but no one goes to battle, for my wrath is on all their multitude. The sword is outside, and the pestilence and famine within. Whoever is in the field will die by the sword, and whoever is in the city, famine and pestilence will devour him. Those who survive will escape, and be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them mourning, each for his iniquity. Every hand will be feeble, and every knee will be as weak as water. They will also be girded with sackcloth. Horror will cover them. Shame will be on every face, baldness on all their heads. They will throw their silver into the streets, and their gold will be like refuse. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They will not satisfy their souls, nor fill their stomachs, because it became their stumbling block of iniquity. As for the beauty of his ornaments, he set it in majesty. But they made from it the images of their abominations, their detestable things. Therefore I have made it like refuse to them. I will give it as plunder into the hands of strangers, and to the wicked of the earth as spoil, and they shall defile it. I will turn my face from them, and they will defile my secret place. For robbers shall enter it and defile it. Make a chain, for the land is filled with crimes of blood and the city is full of violence. Therefore I will bring the worst of the Gentiles and they will possess their houses. I will cause the pomp of the strong to cease and their holy places shall be defiled. Destruction comes. They will seek peace, but there shall be none. Disaster will come upon disaster, and rumor will be upon rumor. Then they will seek a vision from a prophet, but the law will perish from the priest, and counsel from the elders. The king will mourn, the prince will be clothed with desolation, and the hands of the common people will tremble. I will do to them according to their way, and according to what they deserve, I will judge them. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. And it came to pass in the sixth year, in the sixth month, 
on the fifth day of the month, as I sat in my house with the elders of Judah sitting before me, that the hand of the Lord God fell upon me there. Then I looked, and there was a likeness, like the appearance of fire. From the appearance of his waist and downward, fire. And from his waist and upward, like the appearance of brightness, like the color of amber. He stretched out the form of a hand and took me by a lock of my hair. And the Spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven and brought me in visions of God to Jerusalem, to the door of the north gate of the inner court where the seat of the image of jealousy was, which provokes to jealousy. And behold, the glory of the God of Israel was there, like the vision that I saw in the plain. Then he said to me, Son of man, lift your eyes now toward the north. So, I lifted my eyes toward the north, and there, north of the altar gate, was this image of jealousy in the entrance. Furthermore, he said to me, Son of man, do you see what they are doing, the great abominations that the house of Israel commits here to make me go far away from my sanctuary? Now turn again you will see greater abominations. So he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked, there was a hole in the wall. Son of man, dig into the wall. And when I dug into the wall, there was a door. Go in and see the wicked abominations which they are doing there. So I went in and saw, and there, every sort of creeping thing, abominable beasts, and all the idols of the house of Israel, portrayed all around on the walls. And there stood before them seventy men of the elders of the house of Israel. And in their midst stood Jehazaniah, the son of Shaphan. Each man had a censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. Son of man, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in the room of his idols. For they say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. Turn again, and you will see greater abominations that they are doing. So he brought me to the door of the north gate of the Lord's house. And to my dismay, <laughs> women were sitting there weeping for Tammuz. Have you seen this, O oh, son of man? Turn again, you will see greater abominations than these. So, he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house. And there, at the door of the temple of the Lord, 
between the porch and the altar were about 25 men with their backs toward the temple of the Lord and their faces toward the east. And they were worshiping the sun toward the east. Have you seen this, O son of man? Is it a trivial thing to the house of Judah to commit the abominations which they commit here? For they have filled the land with violence. Then they have returned to provoke me to anger. Indeed, they put the branch to their nose. Therefore, I also will act in fury. My eye will not spare, nor will I have pity. And though they cry in my ears with a loud voice, I will not hear them. Then he called out in my hearing with a loud voice. Let those who have charge over the city draw near, each with a deadly weapon in his hand. And suddenly, six men came from the direction of the upper gate which faces north, each with his battle-axe in his hand. One man among them was clothed with linen and had a writer's inkhorn at his side. They went in and stood beside the bronze altar. Now the glory of the God of Israel had gone up from the cherub, where it had been, to the threshold of the temple. And he called to the man clothed with linen, who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. To the others, he said in my hearing, Go after him through the city and kill. Do not let your eyes spare, nor have any pity. Utterly slay old and young men, maidens and little children and women. But do not come near anyone on whom is the mark. And begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the elders, who were before the temple. Then he said to them, Defile the temple and fill the courts with the slain. Go out. And they went out and killed in the city. So it was that while they were killing them, I was left alone. And I fell on my face and cried out and said, Ah, oh, Lord God! Will you destroy all the remnant of Israel in pouring out your fury on Jerusalem? The iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great, and the land is full of bloodshed, and the city full of perversity. For they say, the Lord has forsaken the land, and the Lord does not see. And as for me also, my eye will neither spare, nor will I have pity, but I will recompense their deeds on their own head. Just then, 
The man clothed with linen, who had the inkhorn at his side, reported back. I have done as you commanded me. And I looked, and there in the firmament, that was above the head of the cherubim. There appeared something like a sapphire stone, having the appearance of the likeness of a throne. Then he spoke to the man clothed with linen. Go in among the wheels under the cherub, fill your hands with coals of fire from among the cherubim, and scatter them over the sea. And he went in, as I watched. Now the cherubim were standing on the south side of the temple when the man went in, and the cloud filled the inner court. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the cherub and paused over the threshold of the temple, and the house was filled with the cloud and the court was full of the brightness of the Lord's glory. And the sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard even in the outer court, like the voice of Almighty God when he speaks. Then it happened when he commanded the man clothed in linen, take fire from among the wheels, from among the cherubim, that he went in and stood beside the wheels. And the cherub stretched out his hand from among the cherubim to the fire that was among the cherubim and took some of it and put it into the hands of the man clothed with linen who took it and went out. The cherubim appeared to have the form of a man's hand under their wings. And when I looked, there were four wheels by the cherubim, one wheel by one cherub, and another wheel by each other cherub. The wheels appeared to have the color of a barrel stone. As for their appearance, all four looked alike, as it were, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went toward any of their four directions. They did not turn aside when they went, but followed in the direction the head was facing. They did not turn aside when they went. And their whole body, with their back, their hands, their wings, and the wheels that the four had, were full of eyes all around. As for the wheels, they were called in my hearing, wheel. Each one had four faces. The first face was the face of a cherub. The second face, the face of a man. The third, the face of a lion. And the fourth, the face of an eagle and the cherubim were lifted up 
This was the living creature I saw by the river Kibar. When the cherubim went, the wheels went beside them. And when the cherubim lifted their wings to mount up from the earth, the same wheels also did not turn from beside them. When the cherubim stood still, the wheels stood still. And when one was lifted up, the other lifted itself up. For the spirit of the living creature was in them. Then the glory of the Lord departed from the threshold of the temple and stood over the cherubim. And the cherubim lifted their wings and mounted up from the earth in my sight. When they went out, the wheels were beside them, and they stood at the door of the east gate of the Lord's house, and the glory of the God of Israel was above them. This is the living creature I saw under the God of Israel by the river Kibar, and I knew they were cherubim. Each one had four faces and each one four wings, and the likeness of the hands of a man was under their wings, and the likeness of their faces was the same as the faces which I had seen by the river Kibar, their appearance and their persons. They each went straight forward. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the Lord's house, which faces eastward. And there at the door of the gate were 25 men, among whom I saw Jeazaniah, the son of Azar, and Pelatiah, the son of Beniah, princes of the people. And he said to me, Son of man, these are the men who devise iniquity and give wicked counsel in this city, who say, the time is not near to build houses. This city is the cauldron, and we are the meat. Therefore, prophesy against them. Prophesy, O son of man. Then the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me. Speak. Thus says the Lord, Thus you have said, O house of Israel, for I know the things that come into your mind. You have multiplied your slain in this city, and you have filled its streets with the slain. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Your slain, whom you have laid in its midst, they are the meat and this city is the cauldron. But I shall bring you out of the midst of it. You have feared the sword, and I will bring a sword upon you, says the Lord God, and I will bring you out of its midst and deliver you into the hands of strangers and execute judgments on you. You shall fall by the sword. I will judge you at the border of Israel, then you shall know that I am the Lord. This city 
shall not be your cauldron, nor shall you be the meat in its midst. I will judge you at the border of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord. For you have not walked in my statutes, nor executed my judgments, but have done according to the customs of the Gentiles, which are all around you. Now it happened, while I was prophesying, that Pelatiah, the son of Beniah, died. Then I fell on my face, and cried with a loud voice, and said, Oh! Lord God, will you make a complete end of the remnant of Israel? Again, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, your brethren, your relatives, your countrymen, and all the house of Israel in its entirety are those about whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Get far away from the Lord. This land has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say, thus says the Lord God, Although I have cast them far off among the Gentiles, and although I have scattered them among the countries, yet I shall be a little sanctuary for them in the countries where they have gone. Therefore say, thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples, assemble you from the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they will go there, and they will take away all its detestable things and all its abominations from there. Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes, and keep my judgments, and do them. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those whose hearts follow the desire for their detestable things, and their abominations, I will recompense their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord God. So the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was high above them. And the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city and stood on the mountain which is on the east side of the city. Then the Spirit took me up and brought me in a vision by the Spirit of God into Chaldea to those in captivity. And the vision that I had seen went up from me. So I spoke to those in captivity of all the things the Lord had shown me. Now the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house, which has eyes to see but does not see, and ears to hear but does not hear. 
for they are a rebellious house. Therefore, son of man, prepare your belongings for captivity and go into captivity by day in their sight. You shall go from your place into captivity to another place in their sight. It may be that they will consider, though they are a rebellious house. By day you shall bring out your belongings in their sight, as though going into captivity. And at evening you shall go in their sight like those who go into captivity. Dig through the wall in their sight and carry your belongings out through it. In their sight you shall bear them on your shoulders and carry them out at twilight. You shall cover your face so that you cannot see the ground. For I have made you a sign to the house of Israel. So I did as I was commanded. I brought out my belongings by day, as though going into captivity. And at evening I dug through the wall with my hand. I brought them out at twilight, and I bore them on my shoulder in their sight. And in the morning, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, has not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, said to you, What are you doing? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, This burden concerns the prince in Jerusalem and all the house of Israel who are among them. Say, I am a sign to you. As I have done, so shall it be done to them. They shall be carried away into captivity, and the prince who is among them shall bear his belongings on his shoulder at twilight and go out. They shall dig through the wall to carry them out through it. He shall cover his face so that he cannot see the ground with his eyes. I will also spread my net over him, and he shall be caught in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, to the land of the Chaldeans, yet he shall not see it, though he shall die there. I will scatter to every wind all who are around him to help him, and all his troops, and I will draw out the sword after them. Then they shall know that I am the Lord, when I scatter them among the nations and disperse them throughout the countries. But I will spare a few of their men from the sword, from famine, and from pestilence, that they may declare all their abominations among the Gentiles wherever they go. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, eat your bread with quaking and drink your water with trembling and anxiety and say to the people of the land, thus says the Lord God to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the land of Israel, they shall eat their bread with anxiety and drink their water with dread so that her land may be emptied of all who are in it because of the violence of all those who dwell in it. Then the cities that are inhabited shall be laid waste, 
and the land shall become desolate, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, what is this proverb that you people have about the land of Israel, which says, the days are prolonged and every vision fails? Tell them, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will lay this proverb to rest, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, The days are at hand, and the fulfillment of every vision. For no more shall there be any false vision, or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I speak. And the word which I speak will come to pass, it will no more be postponed. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it. Again, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, look, the house of Israel is saying, the vision that he sees is for many days from now and he prophesies of times far off. Therefore say to them, Thus says the Lord God, None of my words will be postponed any more, but the word which I speak will be done. And the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy, and say to those who prophesy out of their own heart, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O oh, Israel, your prophets are like foxes in the deserts. You have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall for the house of Israel, to stand in battle on the day of the Lord. They have envisioned futility and false divination, saying, Thus says the Lord. But the Lord has not sent them, yet they hope that the word may be confirmed. Have you not seen a futile vision? And have you not spoken false divination? You say, the Lord says, but I have not spoken. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have spoken nonsense and envisioned lies, therefore I am indeed against you, says the Lord God. My hand will be against the prophets who envision futility and who divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people, nor be written in the record of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord God, because, indeed, because they have seduced my people, saying, Peace when there is no peace, and one builds a wall, 
and they plaster it with untempered mortar. Say to those who plaster it with untempered mortar that it will fall. There will be flooding rain, and you, O oh great hailstones, shall fall, and a stormy wind shall tear it down. Surely when the wall has fallen, will it not be said to you, where is the mortar with which you plastered it? Therefore thus says the Lord God, I will cause a stormy wind to break forth in my fury, and there shall be a flooding rain in my anger, and great hailstones in fury to consume it. So I will break down the wall you have plastered with untempered mortar, and bring it down to the ground, so that its foundation will be uncovered. It will fall, and you shall be consumed in the midst of it. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath on the wall, and on those who have plastered it with untempered mortar. And I will say to you, the wall is no more, nor those who plastered it. That is, the prophets of Israel, who prophesy concerning Jerusalem, and who see visions of peace for her, when there is no peace, says the Lord God. Likewise, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people, who prophesy out of their own heart. Prophesy against them, and say, thus says, the Lord God. Woe to the women who sew magic charms on their sleeves and make veils for the heads of people of every height to hunt souls. Will you hunt the souls of my people and keep yourselves alive? And will you profane me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread, killing people who should not die and keeping people alive who should not live by your lying to my people who listen to lies. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against your magic charms, by which you hunt souls there like birds. I will tear them from your arms, and let the souls go, the souls you hunt like birds. I will also tear off your veils, and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall no longer be as prey in your hand. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, because with lies you have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad. And you have strengthened the hands of the wicked, so that he does not turn from his wicked way to save his life. Therefore, you shall no longer envision futility, nor practice divination. For I will deliver my people out of your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Now some of the elders of Israel came to me and sat before me, and the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, 
These men have set up their idols in their hearts and put before them that which causes them to stumble into iniquity. Should I let myself be inquired of at all by them? Therefore speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Every one of the house of Israel who sets up his idols in his heart and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity and then comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him who comes according to the multitude of his idols, that I may seize the house of Israel by their heart, because they are all estranged from me by their idols. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Repent, turn away from your idols, and turn your faces away from all your abominations. For anyone of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who dwell in Israel, who separates himself from me, and sets up his idols in his heart, and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity, then comes to a prophet to inquire of him concerning me. I, the Lord, will answer him by myself. I will set my face against that man and make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet is induced to speak anything, I, the Lord, have induced that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel and they shall bear their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be the same as the punishment of the one who inquired, that the house of Israel may no longer stray from me. Nor be profaned any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people, and I may be their God, says the Lord God. The word of the Lord came again to me. Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send famine on it, and cut off man and beast from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. If I cause wild beasts to pass through the land, and they empty it, and make it so desolate that no man may pass through because of the beasts, even though these three men were in it, as I live, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters. Only they would be delivered, and the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land, and say, Sword, go through the land, and I cut off man and beast from it, even though these three men were in it, as I live, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but only they themselves would be delivered. Or if I send a pestilence into that land, and pour out my fury on it in blood, and cut off from it man and beast, even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver only themselves 
by their righteousness. For thus says the Lord God, how much more it shall be when I send my four severe judgments on Jerusalem, the sword and famine and wild beast and pestilence to cut off man and beast from it. Yet behold, there shall be left in it a remnant who will be brought out, both sons and daughters. Surely they will come out to you, and you will see their ways and their doings. Then you will be comforted concerning the disaster that I have brought upon Jerusalem, all that I have brought upon it. And they will comfort you when you see their ways and their doings. And you shall know that I have done nothing without cause that I have done in it, says the Lord God. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, how is the wood of the vine better than any other wood, the vine branch which is among the trees of the forest? Is wood taken from it to make any object? Or can men make a peg from it to hang any vessel on? Instead, it is thrown into the fire for fuel. The fire devours both ends of it, and its middle is burned. Is it useful for any work? Indeed, when it was whole, no object could be made from it. How much less will it be useful for any work when the fire has devoured it? and it is burned. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, like the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire for fuel, so I will give up the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and I will set my face against them. They will go out from one fire, but another fire shall devour them. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I set my face against them. Thus I will make the land desolate, because they have persisted in unfaithfulness. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations, and say, Thus says the Lord God to Jerusalem, Your birth and your nativity are from the land of Canaan. Your father was an Amorite, and your mother a Hittite. As for your nativity, on the day you were born, your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed in water to cleanse you. You were not rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling clothes. No eye pitied you to do any of these things for you, to have compassion on you. But you were thrown out into the open field when you yourself were loathed on the day you were born. And when I passed by you and saw you struggling in your own blood, I said to you in your blood, live, yes, I said to you in your blood, live. I made you thrive like a plant in the field, and you grew, matured, and became very beautiful. 
Your breasts were formed. Your hair grew. But you were naked and bare. When I passed by you again and looked upon you, indeed your time was the time of love. So I spread my wing over you and covered your nakedness. Yes, I swore an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you, and you became mine. Then I washed you in water. Yes, I thoroughly washed off your blood, and I anointed you with oil. I clothed you in embroidered cloth and gave you sandals of badger skin. I clothed you with fine linen and covered you with silk. I adorned you with ornaments, put bracelets on your wrists and a chain on your neck. And I put a jewel in your nose, earrings in your ears, and a beautiful crown on your head. Thus you were adorned with gold and silver, and your clothing was of fine linen, silk, and embroidered cloth. You ate pastry of fine flour, honey, and oil. You were exceedingly beautiful and succeeded to royalty. Your fame went out among the nations because of your beauty, for it was perfect through my splendor, which I had bestowed on you. But you trusted in your own beauty, played the harlot because of your fame, and poured out your harlotry on everyone passing by who would have it. You took some of your garments and adorned multicolored high places for yourself and played the harlot on them. Such things should not happen, nor be. You have also taken your beautiful jewelry from my gold and my silver, which I had given you, and made for yourself male images and played the harlot with them. You took your embroidered garments and covered them, and you set my oil and my incense before them. Also my food which I gave you, the pastry of fine flour, oil and honey which I fed you. You set it before them as sweet incense. And so it was. Moreover, you took your sons and your daughters, whom you bore to me, and these you sacrificed to them to be devoured. Were your acts of harlotry a small matter, that you have slain my children and offered them up to them by causing them to pass through the fire, and in all your abominations and acts of harlotry? You did not remember the days of your youth, when you were naked and bare, struggling in your blood. Then it was so. After all your wickedness, woe, woe to you, says the Lord God, that you also built for yourself a shrine and made a high place for yourself in every street. You built your high places at the head of every road and made your beauty to be abhorred. You offered yourself to everyone who passed by and multiplied your acts of harlotry. You also committed harlotry with the Egyptians, your very fleshly neighbors, and increased your acts of harlotry to provoke me to anger. Behold, therefore, I stretched out my hand against you, diminished your allotment, and gave you up to the will of those who hate you,
the daughters of the Philistines, who were ashamed of your lewd behavior. You also played the harlot with the Assyrians, because you were insatiable. Indeed, you played the harlot with them, and still were not satisfied. Moreover, you multiplied your acts of harlotry as far as the land of the traitor, Chaldea, and even then you were not satisfied. How degenerate is your heart, says the Lord God, seeing you do all these things, the deeds of a brazen harlot. You erected your shrine at the head of every road and built your high place in every street. Yet you were not like a harlot because you scorned payment. You are an adulterous wife who takes strangers instead of her husband. Men make payments to all harlots, but you made your payments to all your lovers and hired them to come to you from all around for your harlotry. You are the opposite of other women in your harlotry because no one solicited you to be a harlot in that you gave payment, but no payment was given you. Therefore, you are the opposite. Now then, O harlot, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God. Because your filthiness was poured out and your nakedness uncovered in your harlotry with your lovers and with all your abominable idols and because of the blood of your children which you gave to them, surely, therefore, I will gather all your lovers with whom you took pleasure all those you loved and all those you hated, I will gather them from all around against you and will uncover your nakedness to them that they may see all your nakedness. And I will judge you as women who break wedlock or shed blood are judged. I will bring blood upon you in fury and jealousy. I will also give you into their hand, and they shall throw down your shrines and break down your high places. They shall also strip you of your clothes, take your beautiful jewelry, and leave you naked and bare. They shall also bring up an assembly against you, and they shall stone you with stones and thrust you through with their swords. They shall burn your houses with fire and execute judgments on you in the sight of many women. And I will make you cease playing the harlot, and you shall no longer hire lovers. So I will lay to rest my fury toward you, and my jealousy shall depart from you. I will be quiet and be angry no more. Because you did not remember the days of your youth, but agitated me with all these things, surely I will also recompense your deeds on your own head. And you shall not commit lewdness in addition to all your abominations. Indeed, everyone who quotes Proverbs will use this proverb against you, like mother, like daughter. You are your mother's daughter, loathing husband and children. And you are the sister of your sisters who loathe their husbands and children. Your mother was a Hittite and your father an Amorite. 
Your elder sister is Samaria, who dwells with her daughters to the north of you. And your younger sister, who dwells to the south of you, is Sodom and her daughters. You did not walk in their ways, nor act according to their abominations. But as if that were too little, you became more corrupt than they in all your ways. As I live, says the Lord God, neither your sister Sodom nor her daughters have done as you and your daughters have done. Look, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. She and her daughter had pride, fullness of food, and abundance of idleness. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore I took them away as I saw fit. Samaria did not commit half of your sins. But you have multiplied your abominations more than they, and have justified your sisters by all the abominations which you have done. You who judged your sisters, bear your own shame also, because the sins which you committed were more abominable than theirs. They are more righteous than you. Yes, be disgraced also, and bear your own shame, because you justified your sisters. When I bring back their captives, the captives of Sodom and her daughters, and the captives of Samaria and her daughters, then I will also bring back the captives of your captivity among them, that you may bear your own shame and be disgraced by all that you did when you comforted them. When your sisters, Sodom and her daughters, return to their former state, and Samaria and her daughters return to their former state, then you and your daughters will return to your former state. For your sister Sodom was not a byword in your mouth in the days of your pride, before your wickedness was uncovered. It was like the time of the reproach of the daughters of Syria and all those around her, and of the daughters of the Philistines, who despise you everywhere. You have paid for your lewdness and your abominations, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord God, I will deal with you as you have done, who despise the oath by breaking the covenant. Nevertheless, I will remember my covenant with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish an everlasting covenant with you. Then you will remember your ways and be ashamed when you receive your older and your younger sisters. For I will give them to you for daughters, but not because of my covenant with you. And I will establish my covenant with you. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, that you may remember and be ashamed and never open your mouth anymore because of your shame. When I provide you an atonement for all you have done, says the Lord God. Come on and dance wherever you are.
that there is no other God but our Lord and that He is enough for us. Hallelujah. Here we go.
Natosha Yesu. Natosha Yesu. Me. 